Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Napa know-how. This month, Napa's got all kinds of motor oil deals that can save you some serious cash. Like a five-quart jug of Napa Full Synthetic Motor Oil for just $16.49. With savings like that, you may start feeling like a VIP. But don't let it go to your head. These oil deals are for everyone. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General states pricing. Sales prices not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 831.20. Tell your chico pit boomers to 305, but I said Mr. Worldwide. You already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at Negative to Positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken, and you know, that's fire. Now, Bobo, you know that you could get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on Negative to Positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. When it comes to comfort down below... There's underwear, and there's Tommy John, the revolutionary clothing brand that's redefined comfort for Americans everywhere, including me. To put it simply, Tommy John doesn't give an F. They give three Fs, fabric, fit, and function. Tommy John obsesses over every little detail and stitch by using proprietary fabrics that perform like nothing you have ever worn before. As a result, Tommy John's men's and women's underwear sport a no-wedgie guarantee. Comfortable, stay-put waistbands, and a range of fabrics that are luxuriously soft, feather-light, moisture-wicking, breathable, and designed to move with you, not against you. That means that there's no bunching and no riding up. Tommy John is so confident in their underwear that if you don't love your first pair, you can get a full refund with their best pair you'll ever wear, or it's free, guarantee. If you prefer to shop in stores, you can find them in over 1,200 retail locations across the country, including Nordstrom stores nationwide, Tommy John, no adjustment needed. Give three Fs about your underwear and upgrade with Tommy John today. Hurry to TommyJohn.com slash Collider for 20% off your first order. That's TommyJohn.com slash Collider for 20% off. TommyJohn.com slash Collider. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Collider Games podcast. My name is Dennis Zen, and I'm here with... Joshua Vayers. Yes, and Josh is joining us. Last week, you couldn't join us because you had moved... Back to yeah, uh, back to South Africa, yeah. Yeah, and um, uh, you're still settling. Uh, think, in. Yeah, I think at the time you guys were recording, I was I was sleeping. I was jet lagged. I, I couldn't make it, but here I am. I'm from South Africa, but we're here. Yeah, so uh, Josh is still going to be with us just uh, through Skype. Um, how is it uh, being back at home? Oh, it's so refreshing. Um, it's not the the weather was a nice uh, change of pace going from a uh, cold LA to pretty hot and humid South Africa. Uh, it's nice to see my family and uh, it's it's a beautiful country. It's actually where I live. It's it's fucking gorgeous. Like right now, I'm busy looking at a lighthouse, which is the most southern point of Africa, and it's it's gorgeous. Um, nice. Almost makes up for all the crime. 
Um, so we, you know, we had a semi-busy week of, of video game news. Uh, this kind of just dropped uh, in yesterday. Last of Us. Yeah, uh, very news. acclaimed. Yeah, the very acclaimed PlayStation exclusive uh, franchise is going to be ha- having a television series, and not only is it going to be a television series, it's going to be on HBO. So it's not like going to be oh, some reading. Yeah, like when you think of premium cable or whatever, your HBO is at the top of that mountain. You know, when it comes to production value, talent they put behind. Uh, Craig Mazin is going to be. Uh, one of the guys spearheading. If you don't know him, he did um, Chernobyl. Chernobyl, and he won an Emmy for yeah, that, which was really good. So yeah, uh, and then this kind of also replaces the the movie that they had been planning. They had announced the movie adaptation. It kind of it was very slow moving. They're like, okay, we're not doing that movie anymore. We're going to do this as well, or instead of that. Um, what are your thoughts? Well, I mean, first of all, I'm I'm excited that it's coming from someone who knows how to do a post-apocalyptic type show. Uh, following that, he's a huge fan of video games. He's a huge fan of The Last of Us. Uh, a direct quote I'm going to pull up right here. Some of this this is some of the words that he actually had about uh, about Druckmann, which is without question the finest story t- uh, storyteller working in the video game medium, and The Last of Us is his magnum opus. And then he says. Getting a chance to adapt this breathtaking work of art has been a dream of mine for years, and I'm so honored to do it in partnership with Neil. So the fact that he's wanted to do it for years, mm-hmm. um, he's definitely got the motivation. And, uh, I'm, and after, I'm, I think after, he's after, after the Emmy win, he, he has the clout now to do it as well. Exactly. Not only has he got the clout, but he's got that HBO budget, baby. Yeah. yeah. No, um, it's it's going to be good. I mean, I know a lot of people were looking forward to the movie, but I think a series is going to be much better. Um, I think I saw some speculation. Some fans were worried about: Are they going to do any changes? Because obviously, it is, from what I was reading, an adapt some sort of adaptation, um, mainly sticking to the to the storyline. People were asking if they were going to change Ellie's uh, sexuality, sexuality, and it's like, yeah. why would they? Yeah. <laughs> so that, they said they're not going to. HBO I mean, is not HBO is not some sort of super religious conservative channel you know what i mean like exactly the stuff yeah, they... they're not afraid no i mean if I you mean, watch like we saw, you saw game, blood, of thrones. game of thrones true blood they do not shy away from any of those things i don't see any reason why they would change that yeah no he's uh he's really excited to be working on it which is uh that's 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 that's, that's the most exciting part about it yeah. i think he's gonna do a good job you know it's Usually, I would be. Uh, I mean, with uh, I guess nowadays we can have more optimism when we look at things like The Witcher. You know what I mean? And even though I had my gripes with The Witcher at certain points in, uh, in time of it, like I wasn't much of a fan of the CGI, uh, considering their budget, I think it could have been a bit better. But with the success of that, it's nice to know that people can uh, do a really good video game. Well, that's a book adaptation, but still, mm-hmm. video game book. You know what I mean? In the same realm, uh, like you said, he's got the clout. He's got the budget now, and Chernobyl was great. Like it was, it was a dark uh, post-apocalyptic series, mm. which is exactly what The Last of Us is. So it's, I mean, st- like if you're looking at the facts, he should, it should, uh, he should be uh, hitting this one out of the park, you know? Yeah, and look what they did with Lindelof and Watchmen. You know what I mean? They made it an oh, already yeah. R-rated comic book, but they kept it. Obviously, it's a, it's it, it's a 
semi sequel to to uh, the the comic book. Yeah, it's also so, true to the comic yeah. book, which is nice. Yeah, so I think this is a good move, especially with HBO behind it, with Craig Mazin, with with all the all the people involved. It sounds like it's not going to be some cheap adaptation that's rushed. I don't expect to see this thing for a while because they probably really want to do this correctly, right? You know? Yeah. And, and I mean, plus, yeah, they're probably going to draw from Last of Us 2 as well, part 2, because you have part 1 obviously already done where they can draw from part 2 as well. I see them, uh, I mean, pilot season's around January, so I, I see them maybe casting around January of next year. Uh, which is that gives enough time for people to play uh, The Last of Us Two and for them to draw from The Last of Us Two, if they're going to uh, be adapting the script at all. But yeah, I, I think they'll probably start auditioning in January, February. Yeah, I saw I saw some kind of uh, what is it uh, casting suggestion? Someone had put up Nicholas uh, Coster Walder, the guy uh, who who plays Jamie Lannister on Game of Thrones. Uh, uh, and they also put uh, Caitlin uh, Dever, uh, the girl from Booksmart, to play Ellie. Okay. Uh, what do you think of those? Or do you have any other uh, suggestions? I kind of like. I mean, I kind of hope they give the mocap actors a chance to audition as well. It's a weird thing to to, to say, but like, it would be nice to see them audition for it, especially so there's with how familiar they are with the characters already. You know what I mean? Um, other than that. <laughs> I think of a lot of Walking Dead ca- uh, characters, actually. A lot of Walking Dead actors, I think, could do quite well in this. Um, like uh, I've maybe, mentioned, maybe, um, like I I've mentioned I, before, that I hadn't finished uh, Last of Us, the first one, which I plan on doing before the second one comes out, but I don't have that much time. Um, but uh, people likened uh, the relationship of Logan and you know, uh, and uh, why am I blanking on her name? Uh, who's the, what's the girl, girl's name in in in, in Logan? Um, oh, oh yes, I know who you're talking about the the little uh, girl, right? Yeah, yeah, Daphne Keen. Uh, I always remember her, the actress's name, but not the 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 character's name. But um, but liking that relationship to like drawing inspiration from last of us because last of us came out before before logan uh as someone who yeah. you finished the game what do you think about that comparison actually i it's it's pretty close to be honest and, and mm-hmm. that's probably the best comparison that i've heard ever to, to be fair if you haven't played the last of us and i had to explain the relationship between uh between joel and ellie that I would I would use Logan as a reference now from now on from this point because yeah. that's as pretty close as it's going to get. Um, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. I, I'm I'm curious as to how how they're uh, what age they're going to play the characters at. Like at what mm-hmm. point in time in the story is it going to take place? I'm sure we're going to get a lot of details as like the year goes on as well. Yeah, because there is the age jump between part one to part two and part two. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it. Laura, I just looked I it up. Laura is the name of uh, Daphne King's character in Logan. So Logan and Laura, and you have uh, Joel and Ellie. Uh, and I think um, I hope they go with the first Last of Us, just because it'll be nice to it'll be nice for them to do a series like based on the first Last of Us, and then do like a uh, a second season, maybe on the second the second game. 
Uh, just because I want to see, uh, I want to see younger Joel, if you will. But do you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you do you think though the first season would cover just the first? Do you think the first game is only going to be one season's worth, or is that like can they spread that across two seasons, and then I maybe mean, do another two seasons on part two? They could. They could if they wanted to. If they wanted to stretch the first game into two seasons, I could see them doing that. But with like thinking that it's HBO, I see them doing hour-long episodes easily. So I think it'll probably be like uh, if if it's going to be like ten episodes and then an hour each, then then I think yeah, two seasons for the first game. But uh, if they go anything more than ten episodes with an hour with hour-long episodes, then like if they do twenty episodes that are an hour long, I think that would be the whole of season, uh, the whole of the first game for sure. Interesting. Um, but yeah, this is a. Uh... I think some very good news. Uh, very progress. good. News. A lot of progress. I wonder if I wonder if this would never have happened if it wasn't for the success of The Witcher. You know, I mean, I know that they announced the movie for the longest time, but the fact that they switched to series, I wonder yeah. if that was influenced by uh, by The Witcher at all. Possibly, and then, like I said, with Craig Mazin winning that Emmy, he's, if this is something that he's passionate about, he has some clout now with HBO. That's true. Sony would look at him like, oh, this is a guy who made Chernobyl. Awesome, you know what I mean? They're more likely I mean, to. I'm also hand over excited some sort that. Of control to them, you know. I'm also excited that um, was uh, where is it here? The uh, one, of the, yeah, I think it's the the, the head of Naughty Dog is going to be executive producing. Um, yeah. still be playing a hand as well, which is uh, that's nice to know as well. So it's not just going to be a lot of uh, your Hollywood executives. It'll have a couple of uh, your gaming executives in there as well. Well, mind you, I guess executive producing, all you're really doing is funding it, you know. But uh, hopefully they can steer it in the right direction as well. Yeah, uh, I'm very looking forward to this. I, I hope they take their time with it. I don't, I don't need to see this tomorrow or, you know what I mean? Oh, we got a whole game coming out, you know. We got, we got, like, we got a whole game to play until, until we even need to start asking for the series, I think. Yeah, like I think 2021 is a good time. Either mid or late 2021, they don't need to try and rush something out for this this fall or anything like that. So yeah, mid 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 2021, I think would be that would be that that mid would be to late uh, 2021. Yeah, I think late 2021 would probably be the most. Uh, I think that's probably what's going to end up happening. If it comes mid 2021, if it comes any earlier than mid 2021, then I'm going to be worried. Then <laughs> they didn't take their time with it. You know? Yeah. All right, uh, let's move on. This one's not a super big news, but it's a uh, Ghost of Shima has a release date, mm-hmm. uh, June twenty sixth. Yeah, Jinx, you owe me a coke. <laughs> yeah, and it uh, they uh, had a new story trailer as well. They showed off the collector's edition. It looks pretty sick, to be honest. Oh, I was gonna say it looks fucking sexy, man. You see the mask? Like it comes with a little stand. Yeah, probably, you could like, probably take but it But I mean, off usually, there. like when you get a collector's edition, it's like, oh, you get one thing, right? Like one statue. It's like, yeah. here's the mask. Here's the statue of the main character. Here's a statue of the horse. Here's like this thing, that thing. It's a uh, pretty, pretty nice. Collector's edition is a hundred, hundred and seventy dollars. Uh, yeah, you, you you get like, looks like you get what? Is, what's this? The 
Oh, these are these are in-game skins. I thought there was like. Oh, I stuff. thought that. Yeah, yeah. I thought those statues. So, yeah. My bad. I thought those are no. statues too. I yeah, know those. Well, are they put little skins, platforms yeah. on on the bottom of the pictures that make it look right? like stands, right? Like, why not just have the thing and be like, oh, no wonder they did trick us. So yeah, yeah, they golden mask skins. Okay, so only the the collector's edition, one hundred seventy dollars, comes with an actual mask with a stand. And it comes with some other stuff too, a wrapping cloth, a war banner, a map, a cloth mask, steel book, art book. And then the the rest is like angels. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can get visuals. I keep forgetting. I keep forgetting I have a PS4. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of sad to say. It's like I forget. Like I'm like, oh, it's it's a PS4 exclusive. Too bad. Like, oh, wait, I have a PS4. It's just because I. Um, it, you know what, I, have you have you played have you played the new Shadow of the Colossus? No. Well, the remake of Shadow of the Colossus. It's free this month if you have PS Plus, and I highly recommend it. Uh, I do not have PS Plus, but I will be. I still need to finish up uh, Last of Us and God of War. I, it's because I keep my PS4 here at the office, so I don't have access there. to. It. I do kind of access to it through uh play, play What is that called? PlayStation play or now. whatever that's now what, what, you, where you can you connect to your PlayStation, where you can connect to your playstation from afar oh, second second screen uh, the ps second screen i was actually uh, using that earlier today just so but, i could go to the toilet and not stop playing assassin's creed <laughs> oh, odyssey yeah well um, I, i'm talking about well, more of like you know because it's here at the office and then i go home i did that with death stranding um but then i got kind of Bored with Death Stranding, so have well, you? Well, yeah, you um, said, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, oh, no, you go, go ahead. ahead. No, I was just okay. gonna say uh, I got a little bored with it. So, ah, uh, yeah, I it wasn't for me. It was I. I kind of it's horrible to say, but I kind of just ended up watching the movie on YouTube, which is probably <laughs> like, the best part, right? I, I mentioned yeah, so many good things about it, except for for me, the game playing the game flow. Yeah, no, I, I just ended up watching the movie on YouTube, had a great time. Uh, while we're talking about Ghost of Tsushima, is uh, if you pre-order it, you get a really, really cool theme, like a PS4 dynamic theme. And I'm not going to lie, it kind of makes me want to pre-order the game, because I, I, I'm excited for the game, but this pre-order, oh, dude, this, uh, this PS4 dynamic skin looks amazing. I really hope that they release it. If I don't pre-order the game, I hope I can at least buy the theme. I hope it's not one of those, like, uh, ex- uh, I mean, if it isn't, if it if it is exclusive, then that's my loss. But it looks beautiful. I'm not one to care about PS4 dynamic themes, but this looks sexy. I kind of want it. Like I'm, I may have to pre-order the game just to get the theme. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's move on to the next subject. This one's interesting. There's a a, a rumor going around about the pricing of the PS5. First, the rumor is that the PS- we already know the Xbox is going to get two versions, right? We know it's going to get like a yeah. discless version that's going to cost cheaper, and then one with a disc. Which I think because I think the one with the disc is going to be like a hundred, a hundred fifty dollars more expensive. But what they can say is, look, if you want to get in on this system without this, you can hit it at probably. What we're talking about that that sweet spot of the three ninety nine four hundred dollars spot, you know, but then mm-hmm. the one with the disc, I think, is going to be that five hundred dollar plus mark, you know, maybe five fifty or something yeah. like that. Like that, 
you know, because people are like talking about all the, you know, great specs on it. But the rumor is that the Sony is actually going to do it as well. Um, which, because which makes sense there... as to why we've been why we've been getting so many different speculations for it. Because that makes a lot of sense why we keep getting different, uh, like different uh, different leaks about like different specs. And it makes sense that there's two consoles, you know. Yeah, but they're going the opposite way where the Xbox Series X keeps talking about. The, the high-end version, right? And then they'll have that lesser version without the disc for whatever price, cheaper. Where PS5 has been talking about their regular version and that this version would be the premium one that would be rumored around $600. Um, but I, th- I, I but I think this is also the rumor for the Xbox Series X as well, the, the higher-end version, you know? So if That's we're looking steep, at it, it is. It that is. is steep. Especially since we still don't know of any exclusive games. I mean, we know there are, will be games on there, but there also will be available on your PS4 and your Xbox One. Um, but yeah, $600 is a lot. And you're not going to get steep. a lot of people transitioning to the next generation at that price point. Um, especially when there's no exclusive content right now. And also, you know, every generation, the differences get less and less, you know, like from, you know, the PS1 to the PS2, right, was a big difference in graphics. Yeah. The PS2 to the PS3 is like, okay, that, yeah, definitely better graphics, but the 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 change wasn't as much for the PS3 to the PS, you know what I mean? Because the PS3 yeah. and PS4, if you're not talking about the PS Pro, PS4 Pro, you're still talking uh, 1080p. You know, obviously these newer ones will be able to support uh, 4K gaming, but you know. Well, I know that they were they were originally saying that the the next gen consoles uh, with Xbox and PlayStation that it was going to be a noticeable difference. That was the biggest thing that they're pushing is that um, when they first when they first spoke about it uh, earlier last year. They said it was going to be a significant difference like the PS1 and the PS2. I hope they stick true to that. I still, uh, going back to uh, the the price difference on the two different consoles, I know that the smaller console that Sony is planning, or at least according to the rumors, is going to have nine teraflops rather than the 12 or 13 uh, teraflops. I I don't know what a teraflop is, um, but that sounds like a big difference between nine and 12, you know? Yes. Yes. Um... But, like I said, we don't know the pricing of them both, and we don't know if the Xbox Series X, the discless version, is somehow uh, the specs are lesser. I mean, other than the not having the disc in there. Because, you know, they're going to have to have it, because if, you know... If the rumors are true, a six hundred dollar console is just not going to be. You're not getting people in there, you know. It's not going to sell as well as what they want. At least, I mean, weren't they speculating to be have sold like three million by mid next year or something? I think that was their original estimate. Yeah, that's that's tough if you're not, if you don't have excuses and you have that type of price point. You know, we're so used to the three ninety nine price point. I mean, obviously, people were paying what five hundred for the PS four Pro and the Xbox One X. 
Yeah, well, which nowadays you can get refurbished at a cheaper price, you know. Yeah, and also, well, there wasn't are... the uh, wasn't the original Xbox, uh, the Xbox One, wasn't that originally at a five hundred dollar price? Yes. I think so because it had the Kinect involved. Yeah, they had the Kinect, and, I, and then yeah. and they made a mistake. And remember, one of the main reasons they didn't sell as well was because they had that because extra hundred dollars, extra hundred dollars. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, I do know people who did, in fact, buy it. So I yeah. guess there is some hope, you know. Yeah. Well, hopefully they'll be at the exact same price limit, you know. Hopefully mm-hmm. both consoles come out at the same price limit so that it really is more of a preference thing yeah. rather than a what's cheaper thing. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, they, there's definitely, I mean, I'm looking at the list of games that will be out on the PS5 and... None of them are exclusive, but there definitely will be. I mean, Outriders, which will be coming out before the PS5, but you can get it on the PS5 as well. Uh, Godfall, which will be, uh, I believe, a launch game for the PS5. Uh, that Gods and Monsters, which kind of looks like a Legend of Zelda Breath of the yes. Wild ripoff. But that's going to be all, th- those are that. all going to be on, you know. It's going to be on PS4 as well, for sure. I didn't okay, know right now, you, you, you can buy Xbox One X, One X. 335 so it's no longer remember it used to be 500 dollars. now it's that's actually decent yeah. yeah i mean i bought my xbox one a long time ago so and it's still ticking um ps4 pro is 338 so they're comparably but 338 is that cost price yeah, that's at uh on amazon 338 for ps4 pro I mean, at this point, I don't, I don't see, I don't see any purpose in buying either one. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, Xbox One I'm, I'm, more, I'm leaning to, yeah, I'm leaning towards rather than getting a PS4 Pro than a PS5 at this point. You know, I mean, I, I enjoy all the other features the PS5 will come with, with ba- like backwards compatibility, etc. But uh, as we, as I said a couple podcasts back, I've uh, bought a couple classic games on Amazon. Uh, because I know that they're going to go up once the PS5 comes out, so I'm trying to get some of those PlayStation 1, PS2 games at like $3 a pop kind of thing. Uh, but I've only gotten a couple. It's like mainly just the ones that I have a deep nostalgic connection to. And uh, it'll be nice to play those, but I'm not going to spend $600 to play SSX Tricky, you know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. Def Jam 5 for New York. It's No. Oh, man. Or Shao- uh, Mortal Kombat Shaolin Monks. That's another one I got. Um, yeah, I mean, I bought my PS4 in, I think, October. Let me look at wait, 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 October. October. It's just not showing up. I'm looking at my Amazon um, order list. I, yeah. $295. My God. Well, we're on, on the topic of... Jeez. I paid $300. Not the pro version. The regular version. It's slim. My God. You know, I mean, well, we're not really on this topic, but I figured now would be a good time to mention it more than anything yeah. else, which is uh, game, uh, GameStop's plan to stop GameStop from going bankrupt. Which is uh, they're tr- they're trying to turn them into. I know we spoke about this before, but it seems like trying out. They're not gonna. They don't know if they're gonna go in this direction, but they're trying it out in Tulsa, Oklahoma, a couple stores out there. 
they're basically turning them into these like shared spaces where it's rather yeah. than you go buy buy games there you go there and play the games there like you you can have like your tabletop rpgs more like a community center kind of thing and they yeah, say it's working that. well out there but i don't know how it'll do in big cities you know yeah i saw that uh, a few months ago like they had those test things so i'm just yeah i mean it's a last ditch effort do i know of I, look you know i'm not part of the younger generation so i don't know for them if they have the time and the energy to like go do that maybe they do i know someone my age like no i, I just want to play games out you know what i mean like i mean i mean i i would do it uh to get it like a sense of community in real life i would like to go to the GameStop and make new friends there play some tabletop rpgs maybe play some console games against each other but at the end of the day how many people can you fit in a GameStop? you know like surely there's a limit to how much uh, money you could be making off of these people lounging around in your store and uh how would you charge do you charge them by the hour do you charge them what they're playing on like is there a time limit like if i show up at eight o'clock in the morning and leave at eight o'clock at night you didn't you probably didn't make a lot of money off of me you know i'm just sitting there playing D D. But uh, yeah, I, don't, I don't know. I, I, I like the idea of trying to get the kids out of their homes and, you know, try to meet face to face. I like that idea. And no, I like, like the idea, said, too. A last ditch effort, like you said. Yeah. I like the idea, too. I just don't know. It'll go pan out. All right. Uh, next one up. Half-Life Alex coming out later this month. I can't believe it. They've been releasing a lot of trailers and gameplay recently. They talked about uh, a sequel. I know the team wants to work on more Half-Life Alex stuff as soon as possible. Uh, I watched, they had like 13 minutes of gameplay showing off some of the, the cool tricks that the game has. Uh, right now, if you own a Index, a Valve Index, they'll let you actually visit City 17 in VR. It's not and the if game. you don't have one. You can get one next week because I believe they're yes, finally they're, getting back, they're back in stock. In stock. Next week. I think they purposely waited. I think they've had some ready to sell that they've been purposely like holding back until this month. They're just like, all right, here we go. Um, I like. I mean, it, it kind of works. It, it works out as a, as a as a marketing plan and as a yeah. plan for sales. You know. Yeah, and also now with this kind of free preview, it's it's not the game. They said you you can interact with stuff, but it's not. It's not exactly the, the game. It's not representative of the game, but you get to see the world and you get to interact with More stuff. like a digital tour, you know? Yeah. Uh, watching that footage uh, got me really excited. Uh, same. Um, you have the, what was cool was like that one uh, gun upgrade station. Like you don't really yeah. have that in previous Half-Lives um, where you go in there and you collect resin and then you upgrade your, 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 uh, your gun using those kind of upgrade points because um, before it used to be like you had these medical station med stations that you would just you know fill up on your 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 med or or your armor and whatnot in this one it's like okay now you can start upgrading stuff and just showing the interactions between uh so instead of a gravity gun maybe they will have a gravity gun later but they have the mechanism they don't want you to like walk over stuff and bend down to pick up stuff. They basically have this mechanism where you basically have stuff gravitate towards your hand to pick up. Kind of like the gravity gun almost. Yeah. It's kind of like they implemented the gravity gun into your glove. 
I do hope the gravity gun makes an appearance because it's one of my favorite weapons ever uh, in any video game. So I hope that they do uh, does make some kind of comeback. But it almost seems like your glove is part gravity uh, gravity glove, I guess. Yeah, but you're not like doing what like with the gravity gun. You're 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 picking up very large objects and throwing at the people things. Sure, at yeah, these them. are. This is more small handheld things, you're right. Yes, and you're just picking them. You see it across the room. Instead of having to walk all the way over there, you just use the mechanism and it floats to you, which makes it easier because you, yeah. you're not sitting there, you know, wasting all your time to go pick it up and walk around and bend over and whatnot. I think the one thing that I found most impressive about this uh, trailer was... I mean, I saw it back in the first couple of stuff they showed as well, but the physics is just... Mm -hmm. I love the physics now. Just watching the people kind of push around the face huggers and like fl like throw things around, like throwing a bucket around, the physics just looks so satisfying. Mm -hmm. um, like it, it seems like the kind of game where you could easily like, yes, you're going to be in these high high tense, uh, like almost like like these suspense situations, but then every now and then you can goof around, <laughs> you know, you can throw, mm -hmm. you can juggle some stuff if you want, you know. Um, no man, I I need to get I'm well the. Hold on, I know we spoke about this before, because I'm looking at getting myself a Quest, but if I wanted to play this game, I'd have to get the, the cable, right? Yes, you do. But you don't have to get another system, you just have to get the, the Oculus Link cable, which is sold out right now. Uh, oh, because, shit, okay. Yeah. It's, it's in high demand, but you can actually still play with a, a, a USB-C cable, but it has to be a very specific, like one. I think it's like a 3.2 spec on it um but what the problem with that one is that one doesn't power it so you're limited yeah. to the two hour time the battery on the on the oculus quest which where, i'm okay with because i get like i get eye strain and a yeah. bit nauseous after, so after like that two one, hours anyway those those you can get easily where the oculus link cable is good for is it powers it so you can go non-stop right it's like it's like being plugged in with your your Rift S or or your Valve Index or whatever. So there's no time limit to those. Um, but you know, like you, I, I, I'm not going on marathon. Like two hours seems like about the limit of VR in one sitting I can do. You know. So. Yeah, I w I'd have to push myself to get to two hours. I mean, the only people who are going to be spending long times amount like long amount of times in vr probably for youtube challenges you know what i mean mm -hmm. so all right uh yeah march 9th is when the valve index will be back in stock and you can start ordering them again um remember march 23rd is when they're gonna announce or when when the actual launch is so that's soon yeah i'm just wondering yeah um the problem is i want to get a quest as well and use that one for its quest abilities, but then two now with the Oculus Link, being able to play uh, games from Steam and the Oculus Store. But the Oculus Quest itself is kind of back ordered and supposedly will be back this month, but who knows? Who knows? Mm, yeah, um, we'll have to see. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the situation is out here in South Africa because um, I'm sure, like, I'm sure I could probably find one out here somewhere just because. Uh, the economy is not so good, so no one really bought them when they came out. You know, there's probably one or two floating around somewhere. Nice, nice. All right. Uh, yeah, next I'm up. excited. The I'm reason I, I hope they bring, 
uh, the reason I hope that they bring back the gravity gun is because the best thing to do with the gravity gun is to suck up a toilet and shoot it at someone. And I, I want to relive that in virtual reality. Yeah, I, I like this little uh, gravity glove, I guess you would say, instead of a gun gravity glove. It's like you pick up mm. something like a gas canister, and then it, you can't hurl at someone and kill them, but you can throw it at, let's say, uh, an enemy and then shoot it, and, and then they will it. catch fire. Yeah. Um, all right. So there's uh, a lot more strategy in it, which is cool. Uncharted, uh, they finally... This was rumored. I guess they were in discussion, but I guess it's official now. Ruben Fleischer, the director of Venom, uh, Gangster Squad, which I did not care for. Uh, he also directed something I did like, which was um, Zombieland. He will be mm. directing Uncharted. I don't know. I mean, I... They were supposed to start shooting already, so I don't know where. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that either. Like, he's a good director, but like, even I, I really enjoyed Venom, but like, Venom is a very different style as to what I would want. Like, even just color palette wise, you know what I mean? Like, I kind of want like, it sounds weird to say this, but I kind of want that like, you know how every single movie that gets shot in New Mexico has this weird like green tinge to it? Yeah. I kind of want like I kind of want a color palette like that for the Uncharted movie. You know what I mean? But don't set it in Mexico. <laughs> yeah. Um, here's a, something that I found funny. Uh, Outer Worlds is going to have a font fix. The developers are going to release a patch to finally. Dude, I remember when I'm playing playing Outer Worlds. I'm like, this text is so tiny. Like I was like, and I remember playing. Remember I played the demo like a month, a month and a half before the game came out. And I was like, oh, well, they'll fix that. I was like, it's an easy fix. No problem. It's just an issue right now. They'll fix. Apparently, when they launched, they did not have a variable text size. And it was. And then when you played, I was like, this can't be. I was like looking in the settings. I'm like, how, how do you not be able to change the font size given that it is tiny? I was like, who? They, they are hoping that you are play, playing this on a computer like up close yeah i mean i know i was i uh, i was playing on a game uh, on a gaming monitor pretty up close but even then like the the font was okay for me obviously because i was up close but mm-hmm. even like the actual like item descriptions like once you went into your inventory and you check descriptions for each item that was very tiny i had to like get real i had to really get close to the screen to like kind of zoom in to try to like to try to read that so I couldn't imagine, like, I honestly couldn't imagine doing some of that game away from a, like, from a couch, because um, it, it's a very dialogue-heavy game. There's a lot of reading involved, and it's just having a better UI. I like the UI, but there is always some room for improvements on most UIs, you know? Yeah, I think they had a toggle option. They added a, in, in one of the patches a toggle option. For, I think it's probably like two different sizes. And now they have like an, a, this new one is like an adjustable, customizable one where you can like, okay, this is the size that I actually want. So um, this is one you sent over to me, but I actually had seen it before just because uh, I just, it's one of those put your, you know, palm in your face stuff like Twitch streamer suspended kicked off esports team after accidentally firing gun on camera on camera not like fake gun not bb gun real, real gun, gun. Um, and his, uh, his excuse was he thought it was empty yes like... and he was drunk as well so oh my god hold on let me let me read his statement here because it's great uh, his uh, statement his, his apology afterwards was 
I was clearly intoxicated, but the fact of the matter is, whether I, I was sober or intoxicated, guns are not a toy. They are not to be messed with. Even if even I've had a even if I've had the gun uh, for two years, you can still do something stupid like that. It went right through a cup, bounced off the cup. It's like a metal cup, mm-hmm. and broke my one thousand dollar fucking monitor. Um, <laughs> that's on you, man. You shouldn't be complaining, complaining about that. That's on you. Uh, the the Twitch ban makes sense to me. You got banned off Twitch. That's uh, you shouldn't like what. Even if it's like a fake playing around with a fake gun is even like dangerous in terms of imagery and, uh, and yeah. people are very, kids. Kids are very susceptible. You know what I mean. So even if you're joking around with a toy gun, it's just it's it's a no go. So the Twitch ban makes sense to me. Um, I don't know about him getting. I think he got banned from his esports team as well. Yeah, or he yeah. got kicked off yeah, his off. team, which yeah. is like. It kind of makes me think that with a like, unless it was a big esports team, uh, they wouldn't be too worried about their image. Which leads me to believe that he must not have been that good. Because if he was good enough, they probably would have been like, ah, he wants to fire a gun. It's, it's like sports, right? It's like sports. Exactly. Sometimes a lot of athletes have uh, off Affairs the field, or something. off the court yeah. things or interactions that are you know they're like run-ins with the law. And if it's like you're not really that good of a player, it's like immediate boot, right? But if you're like Ben Roethlisberger or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, well, we got to wait and see what happens. (coughs) Yeah, I think, yeah, the the statement from the team was, um, it's good to mention, the esports team soar. Uh, we do not condone the actions on live stream by Carl last night. He was removed from the Soar gaming roster effective immediately. Um, uh, yeah. And then he yeah, he even went on to say, Soar has released me from the team as they should. I just want to thank Soar Gaming for just being a great team and great group of people. They did the right thing, he said. Um, for him to say that, that's just him saying, look, look, I can be nice. Any other esports teams out there want to take me? Um, oh. All right. Another thing you sent me over was this unlicensed Quidditch kind of mod game from Rocket League. I took a look at it. And it's like it looks fun. It does. It looks cool. Uh, and to get around like it being unlicensed, and they don't call it Quidditch; they call it Broomstick League. But it's essentially Broomstick. Quidditch, right? Yeah. Uh, you can watch it's... the launch trailer. Uh, but it looks cool. It looks fun, and it looks much like the game that you see in the movies, in the Harry Potter movies. Um, I just think it's funny. It's like, well, they don't have the license, so it's called the Broomstick League, and they I'm sure they can't use the, like, you can't be like Hufflepuff or Gryffindor, all that stuff, but it's they probably blue have... Or, blue or red, I believe. Blue or That's red. It. There you go. And But they have, like... Um, they, have they have wands. Some, they have something that looks like a griffin, you know? That's one of the got, mascots. They, they do use wands when they're flying around yeah. to get the ball, and then can't, I believe can't that copyright there's. Wands. Can't copyright yeah, I, wands. I think there is another ball because, like actual Quidditch, there are three hoops. In this game, there's only one hoop, so it's okay. easier to focus. But they also have some other kind of ball that comes around and hits you, which is kind of like the. I forget what the name is in, in Quidditch, but like so they do have other kind of functions from that. There's emotes because you have to have emotes in a game like this, <laughs> so that's great. Um, it's only it's only fifteen dollars. I think right now, if you get it on Steam, it's on Steam for thirteen dollars as like a sale. And then I think uh, in about a week and a half from now, it's going to be fifteen bucks. Mm-hmm. 
uh, which is still, that's a fair price. I would easily spend $15 to try this game out. Even if I hate it, I wouldn't feel bad about it as a novelty. I'd, feel, I'd, I'd laugh. I'd, I'd have some fun, you know? Uh, and for $15, it's super easy to get your friend to get it too, you know? Yeah. I thought it was a Rocket League, uh, Rocket League mod, but it's not. It's an it's a original game just inspired by both Quitch and Rocket, yeah. Rocket League. So well, it looks cool. I mean, I, I like Harry Potter, but I'm not like a diehard Harry Potter fan. So I don't know if this is something I would get, but I think for Harry Potter fans, I think it's kind of cool. Mm, yeah, I'm I'm like I'm almost I'd say I'm a big Harry Potter fan, but there, I don't want to play it for that reason. I kind of I just I'd love playing new competitive games. You know what I mean? Like when when Rocket League first came out, I Dennis I spent me and Jack spent months and yeah. months playing that game. Like just couch co-op on the TV. Mm. Like it, there was a we we had a problem at one point in time. We just couldn't stop playing the game because I love quick competitive games. Mm. So I'm gonna assume they're probably also five minute rounds, and I I want to yeah. try it out for sure. Nice. Uh, all right, last thing, unless you sent me this, Animal Crossing, New Horizons. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about this? All right, yeah, I don't uh, know. I've never played Animal Crossing because I never really had Nintendos growing up, but mm. uh, I, th- I, th- I think it's worth mentioning because there is a lot of hype around this, like a lot, a lot of hype. So uh, we got the, the release date. It's March 20th, so yeah. it's coming out pretty soon. There's also a limited edition Nintendo Switch that they're releasing, which looks beautiful. I love the color palette on this. It, I oh god, I really love the color palette of this. It's, I mean, I'm still looking to buy a Nintendo Switch, so maybe maybe this will be the one. I'd be very happy with it. Um, yeah. Uh, regarding a lot of people were asking if there's going to be a, a cloud saving. There's not going to be any uh, cloud saving, so. There, you won't be able to save your game to the cloud and then play differently. But they did say that in the uh, in the event that your uh, your Nintendo your console failures you uh, fails, you can go and get the you'll be able to get your save file online. Which leads me to believe why not just have cloud saving then? You know, mm-hmm. I, I feel like it can't be that difficult to work out. Um, anyways, uh, moving on. There's going to be multiplayer in the game, which is interesting. Up to eight players can live on an island. You can only have one island per Nintendo Switch console. It does not matter how many copies of the game you have, as written by the Australian listing. This could pose a problem for you if you share a Nintendo Switch because you can still create your own character, but you'll have to share the island. So one island per uh, Switch, which makes sense to me. You know what I mean? You don't want people sharing the game. You're going to have to have people having their own Nintendo Switch and getting their own copy as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, up to eight players can play together on one player's island via online multiplayer or local wireless. Four players of the same island can play together at the same time on a single system. Uh, so there's couch co-op, which is that's I love couch co-op games. So that's mm-hmm. always a, that's always good. Um, there's a, there's a, there's not going to be any split screen gameplay, so the camera will default to whoever is the leader, which makes sense to me. Um, um, yeah, and then the, uh, we have some more information about the amiibo and amiibo card support, but I don't really like I said I don't have a Nintendo, so I don't know much about the amiibo stuff, but. The one thing I've gathered from friends who have played all the uh, previous games is that it's a very peaceful game. It's very, like, um, it's, it's good for anxiety. You know what I mean? It's nice to just chill out and play the game. Kind of reminds me of the feeling you would get playing Harvest Moon back in the day, you know, mm-hmm. or Stardew Valley. Um, but, yeah, so that's coming out. There's a lot of hype around that. If I had a Nintendo Switch, I'd probably get it because it looks, it looks like a lot of fun. And I like something that's a bit more slow-paced that allows you to like take a break from all the fast-paced games you're playing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, all right. 
Cool. I think that's it for our list. Uh, anything else you want to talk about? Anything else you're playing right now? Uh, I've been playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I got the oh. gold edition on sale for like 25 bucks, and I remember you talking about it a while ago. Oh, yeah. And I am, I'm so happy with it, man. It's I'm I'm gonna go straight to it right now as soon as we're done with this because yeah. I haven't paused. I got yeah, I got all the DLC downloaded. It's a beautiful fucking. Oh game. yeah, it's, I just, it's gorgeous. I just wish I had a PS4 Pro or Xbox Series X to uh, play with HDR enabled because um, I just want to see it on its next bump. So I might actually borrow my friend's PS4 Pro just to try that out. But the games, I, I love it. There's so much to do. It's a huge game. It's yes. huge. Yeah. There's so much to do. Like the map is massive. Uh, I like the fact that it's like this ancient Greek setting and then you've still got the naval combat because that was the best. That thing was a lot of fun. Ever. Like, I, I, did you ever play Black Flag? Yes, I did. That was like the best thing Assassin's Creed ever did was yeah. come up with this uh, amazing naval combat system. And the fact that they got to bring it and back. It's actually it's fun, too. It's so much fun. Like, you spend so much of your time. Like, I, I mean, for Black Flag, that was the majority of the gameplay. But for this, I find myself just like going around and just trying to. Yep. I, I want to. so beautiful when you're on the ship and you're just mm. sailing in the ocean. I've just I've been upgrading my arrows. It's. Oh, man. I like the songs as well because. Uh, they sing songs as you're, as you're sailing away. I, I really enjoy that. I like the fact that I can recruit people as I knock them down rather than assassinate them. Whereas in Black Flag, you have to go to certain areas, free, like free the people and then recruit them into your pirate crew. Uh, now you can just knock out anybody and recruit them wherever you are, uh, which is cool so you can get higher level people. I've been having a lot of fun with that. Um, other than that, looking, really looking forward to Final Fantasy VII's uh, remake. Uh, and a quick little tidbit about that is I just saw this now. There's actually like a secret ending to the demo they released because they released mm. the Final Fantasy demo a few days ago. So if you guys are playing the Final Fantasy, uh, se- sorry, the Final Fantasy VII demo, if you guys are playing it, apparently there's a secret ending or like a se- like a secret ending kind of thing you can get, and you sh- should look out for that. I'm I'm really looking forward to Final Fantasy VII. That's going to be my next buy. Cool. All right. Uh, can you tell people where to find you? Sure thing. You guys can find me right here on the Collider Gaming channel. Uh, you guys can also find me on Instagram at josh.toki, and you guys can find me on Twitch at josh underscore toki. But I might be switching to Mixer soon, so who knows. And you guys can find me on Twitter at thinkhero, and on Instagram dennis.tzng. Make sure to subscribe to this YouTube channel, youtube.com slash games, and also subscribe to the Collider Factory feed for our podcast. So until next time, I'll see you guys later. Napa know-how. This month, Napa's got all kinds of motor oil deals that can save you some serious cash. Like a five-quart jug of Napa full synthetic motor oil for just $16.49. With savings like that, you may start feeling like a VIP. But don't let it go to your head. These oil deals are for everyone. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General states pricing. Sales prices not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 831.20. It's that little chico pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game, so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. 
It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.